Are you ready? Welcome to episode 6 in our DX chronology. We're in the midst of 1998. It's a crazy time. Generation X are flying. What are they up to? Let's find out. Let's. At King of the Ring on the 28th of June, X-Pac defeats Owen Hart after Mark Henry came out to splash X-Pac. Vader came out to fight Henry and the ref was distracted so China could hit a DDT on Owen Hart as he had the sharpshooter on X-Pac. New Age Outlaws defeated the new Midnight Express. So Bat Gun is in the Midnight Express. Billy Gunn's in the Outlaws. Facing each other here. As one is skyrocketing to the peak of his career. And the other one's tumbling down. <laughs> Triple H was on commentary for the King of the Ring final match between The Rock and Shamrock. Where he christened The Rock The Croc for the first time. China joined Spanish commentary for this. She's fluent in Spanish. Is she? Yeah. Well, there you go. I've learned something new today. <laughs> 29th of June, Raw. Shamrock talks about being the king. Owen Hart challenges him to a king versus king match. And Triple H decides to make it a king versus king versus king match. Oh, is this the king of kings? This is to become the king of kings, yes. Because obviously Triple H and Owen are pre, yeah, you know, king well, of the rings. What was it? It was Brett, then Owen. Yep. Was it Stone Cold after that? No. Nope. Or was it before that? Mm-hmm. Oh, um... Mabel. Mabel. Mabel, then Austin, then Triple H, although Triple H was supposed to win it the year before because of the curtain call, he didn't. Yep. And And then Ken Shamrock's now the current king as of, uh, yeah, this happening. So, well done. Good King of the Ring knowledge. I like it. Bring it back. I I like the King of the Ring. The Rock interfered in that King of Kings match. He knocked Triple H out with the icy belt and allowed Shamrock to get the wing. Wing? The wing? He got the wing. To get the victory. <laughs> Degeneration X then attacked The Rock and the nation retaliated. They brawled to the back. So he wasn't the first King of Kings? No, Shamrock was. Yeah, it never mentions that though, does it? No, no, no. Funny that. It, I mean, it had to be really. He'd won the King of the Ring the night before, so he yeah. had to be the King of Kings the following night. Well, I don't know. The clicker were a strong group. They could have... Uh, I don't, not so much at this point, I think. Politic once, their way. Once Sean had gone... Yeah, they probably lost a little bit of the yeah. influence. On the 6th of July, Raw, we get the famous spoof of the Nation of Domination, where Triple H is dressed as the croc. Uh, his European belt's got IC taped on it instead. Uh, who else is there? <laughs> uh, Owen Hart was portrayed by Jason Sensation, who we spoke about in the last episode. Oh, God, yes, yes. He'd been brought back to be Owen Hart in this. Uh, X-Pac was Mizak Henry, blackface and all. Oh, God, no. Um, who was who? Road Dog was D'Lo Brown with wobbly head, but he was called D'Lo. Um, and, yeah, Billy Gunn was the godfather. Just cos. Yeah, just yeah, they'd, run, they'd run out of funny stuff to do yeah. by then, I don't know. But, yeah, famous spoof of the nation. I'm not going to dwell on it too much because it's been looked upon as one of the greatest segments of all time. Better than them ripping off the McMahons. Um, yeah, I think so. I think people... Well, I don't know. It's up for debate. What was a better spoof? DX on the McMahons or DX on the nation? Or DX on the corporation? They did a lot of spoofs. They did do quite a few, didn't they? 13th of July, Raw. Nation of Domination attacked Jason Sensation for his portrayal of Owen Hart. He's only a little skinny guy, so he's... Yeah, he's torn apart pretty easily. X-Pac pins The Rock with the X-Factor in a tag match, which also included Triple H and Owen Hart. The New Age Outlaws defend and lose the tag belts to Kane and Mankind. 
Kane and Mankind had won a battle royal to become the number one contenders. Okay. The Rock and Owen Hart came down the aisle. Triple H and X-Pac met them whilst the ref was ushering Billy Gunn out. So D'Lo Brown hit the lowdown on the Road Dog, who had hit a side rush and leg sweep on Kane. So the New Age Outlaws were well in control, but all the shenanigans going on caused the defeat. DX are then wittering backstage to Vince, asking him to be a ref and sort out the injustice that's gone on. Vince is Mr. McMahon at this point, so he's a heel. Yeah. DX are getting over his baby faces. I think they're, they're kind of t- they're tweening, really. They're doing a lot of heel stuff, but they're getting <laughs> but such they're a so big... over. Yeah. So they want Vince McMahon to be the ref, and they want two special enforcers. They want them to be Stone Cold and The Undertaker, who are obviously rivaling with Kane and Mankind at this point. Mm. Road Dog has Kane a small package, and The Undertaker pulls out Stone Cold, who was counting three for the Outlaws. So it's weird that the Outlaws lost the belts, now they're trying to regain them in a match with Stone Cold and The Undertaker. So your heavyweight champion and The Undertaker are the enforcers in the match. Kind of goes to show you how DX are... Wrestlers caught. It's like Wrestlers caught in the ring. It is. and DX are now main eventers, bonafide. They're mixing with the best. (laughs) So Undertaker pulls out Kane to stop the count, and that becomes a brawl when Kane and The Undertaker... Noticeably staying apart, they're not attacking each other at this point, but there's a brawl going on. And the nation hit the ring, followed by DX, and Raw goes off the air. Oh, Shawn Michaels was on commentary all night for this, just FYI. 20th of July, Raw. Triple H loses the European belt to D'Lo Brown. Mark Henry distracted the ref and China while The Rock got involved and hit a rock bottom on Triple H. X-Pac promises to take the Intercontinental belt from The Rock as a kind of exchange. They've took our European, we're going to take their IC. Yeah. But their match starts with the brawl. During the break, both DX and The Nation are asked to leave ringside. Ooh. But China returns anyway. Because <laughs> obviously she does. She's uh, Lauren to, to herself. Triple H stops D'Lo from interfering and hitting the pedigree on The Rock. But a second rep- referee stops the count to confirm that what had just happened should be a disqualification. So it's going to be a count for X-Pac to win the belt, but another referee comes out and says, no, no, he just pedigreed him. Post-match, Hunter points out a girl in the crowd and tells her to get her boobs out, and she does. Nice and simple. Get your tits out. She does. And Shawn Michaels, who is on commentary, he stands up onto his chair to applaud Triple H getting a girl to get her boobs out. (laughs) Showing his appreciation. So he's still kind of friendly with DX at this point, yeah. but he's not neither here nor there. He's not involved in the group at all, but he appreciates what they're doing. 26th of July, fully loaded in your house. D'Lo Brown defeats X-Pac in a non-title match. Why the hell it's a non-title match when D'Lo Brown wins anyway? I have no idea. The New Age Outlaws confront and brawl with the tag champions, Kane and Mankind. They issue a challenge for tomorrow night's Raw. Triple H faces The Rock in an Intercontinental title two out of three falls match. At one fall apiece, Triple H is about to beat The Rock with a pedigree when the time limit runs out on the third fall. God, you don't see that very often. No. Time limit draw. Yeah. It's fantastic. I, I like it. As a, yeah, you know, well, you don't hear point. it now, do you? No. It doesn't happen. The one matches to go on for forever and ever yeah. and ever. But here it went to, I think it was a 30-minute time limit. 27th of July, Raw. X-Pac and Triple H challenge The Rock in a triple threat intercontinental title match. Why the hell would The Rock agree to that? And during that match, which The Rock does agree to, 
obviously. The two degenerates team up until Hunter hits a pedigree and X-Pac breaks it up. <gasps> oh. oh, backstabbing. Then Triple H breaks up a pinfall for X-Pac so they can't agree on who's going to win the belt. A reversal from an Irish whip knocks X-Pac into Triple H and eventually The Rock just walks out <laughs> and leaves and DX implodes. Really? DX have a row oh. in the middle of the ring and it ends as a count out. What I don't get is, if it's a triple threat match, the Rock's down walked out, why don't them two... Why don't one, one of them just pin the other in there? Yeah. One of them wins the belt. Even if they can't agree, alright, let's have a proper match and whoever gets the four wins the belt. <laughs> Not only that, but how do you get a count out in a triple threat match? Surely, as long as two people are in the ring, you yeah. can't count any of them out. <laughs> oh, don't. If you think too much about it, it'll make your head hurt. Exactly, but this is Russo booking, so we are... Oh, train wreck booking. Exactly, we're bang in the middle of Russo right now. Stone Cold and The Undertaker successfully defend their tag belts against the New Age Outlaws. Austin and Undertaker beat Kane and Mankind for them, so... Such an odd pairing. <laughs> yeah, Austin and The Undertaker. 3rd of August, Raw. The New Age Outlaws take on Kane and Mankind, who lost the belts at Fully Loaded. Kane pinned the Road Dog with a tombstone, while Mankind held gun out of the ring. Not with the not, not with a mandible claw. No, that would have been the best way to hold him out. The Road Dog was not the legal man, so the Outlaws have lost, but they shouldn't have lost because he wasn't the legal man. But mm. Kane and Mankind are not even the champions, so yeah, so it didn't really yeah. matter. It's all for naught anyway. Exactly. Triple H appears in a Stridex ad. Plus, get this free Triple H poster with the purchase of any Stridex pad product. Triple clean your skin with Stridex medicated pads. So you can deal with tougher things. It's like a blackhead strip. (laughs) (laughs) Triple H and X-Pac face off for the Intercontinental title shot at The Rock. So no more contenders match. They enter the ring together, but China catches X-Pac's legs. Plants him with a right hand before Hunter hits the pedigree for the win. So China is firmly aligned with Triple H. 10th of August Raw. New Age Outlaws arrive alone and unhappy. They have no DX gear on either. So what's going on with the Outlaws? Hunter and China arrive together and China tells Michael Cole to suck it. Even though she's got nothing to... Well, you could suck. Let's not get into the, you know... (laughs) She then pushes him into an open-top convertible. Because, <laughs> you know, let's bully Michael Cole. X-Pac... Oh, poor Michael Cole. He got so bullied, didn't he? He did, especially by DX. X-Pac then arrives alone also. So three separate parts, the Generation X, have arrived at Raw. They are not united at all. The Outlaws, then X-Pac, then Triple H and China, all come to the ring in a serious manner. JR questions the rumours of a breakup. They all call each other jack-offs. Before they all agree that they are all, in fact, jackoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Is this how they get back together? Well, they agree to give the fans a DX split. <laughs> yep. They start to pull Moonies, but China stops them because people are sick of seeing their asses. <laughs> yep, she's right. Instead, she pulls her, um, her pants down. Oh, uh. Gets her ass out, she's wearing a thong, and she does the DX split. But then Triple H gets his ass out anyway, because why not? Because of course he does. So this whole build-up for the night was, how are they breaking up? Now nah, let's just pull a movie. No, let's, and then not break up. Yes. 17th of August, on Raw, they have a scheduled interview about a street fight with the 
Nation of Domination, but it's interrupted by the Nation and the fight begins backstage. Ooh. It does work its way to the ring and it distracts from the uh, Disciples of Apocalypse beating Scorpio and Farouk. So there's a match going on in the ring. DX and the Nation are brawling and, you know, it's, oh yeah, let's watch that. Let's not bother with the match that's actually going on. Aww. You've got, Poor them. You've got a feel for Scorpio, Farouk and the DOA. Yeah. And then the match officially begins after the break. Jeff Jarrett and Summon Justice interfere to cut some of X-Pac's hair off. Ooh. Where's that leading to? The Rock punishes Triple H with a ladder. Where's that leading to? Ooh. <laughs> 24th of August, Raw. X-Pac leads a cameraman into the locker room where he pisses in someone's boots. Ew. The New Age Outlaws defeat Summon Justice when Billy hits Dennis Knight with a power driver. Summon Justice are the Godwins. They've right. reverted to their real names and they're okay. sort of helping out Jeff Jarrett. Jarrett is out on commentary and he's pissed off, implying that it was his boots. He reveals that he wasn't happy putting them on. They were soggy and wet. And, mm, uh, lovely. Yes. He reveals that he's just wearing his socks and Jarrett shaves a cameraman's head for shooting his feet. Natural reaction. China, who was asked to stay out of the street fight the previous week, calls out The Rock. Without actually speaking. She doesn't say it, but yeah. Telepathic. <laughs> and he's followed by The Nation. The Rock reveals he smelt a setup, and on the screen, DX are locked in their locker room with a forklift. <laughs> so yeah, DX were trying to set up The Nation, but they've got the better of the degenerates. He te- I like that. He tells China that she needs to get some and he'll give it to her if she's lucky. Then the nation hold her on her knees. But then the rock refuses to kiss her. He kind of teases that he's going to and he refuses to. And she's nothing but a piece of trash. Then he sets Mark Henry onto her. That's a bit harsh. She's saved by Shawn Michaels with a cheer. Mm, Shawn saves China. Okay. After the ad, DX is searching in the parking lot for the nation, and Shawn Michaels is now on commentary. So he hasn't joined up with DX, he just saved China and took yeah. his position at the uh, announcement. Carried on as usual. Yeah. He revealed he helped out because he's a chumbly guy. Triple H interrupts Val Venus and Takamishinoku with a chair to announce that Rocky went too far, and on Sunday, The Rock will be his bitch. Ooh. X-Pac then faces Gangrel, but Jeff Jarrett hits X-Pac with a guitar for a DQ. <laughs> and that leads us nicely into SummerSlam. Hey! 30th of August, SummerSlam. Howard Fink joins X-Pac at ringside after Jeff Jarrett cut Howard Fink's hair on Sunday Night Heat. Now this match is a hair versus hair match if you hadn't got the got it from the yeah, build Yeah, I had an uh, idea. You connected them dots. Yeah, I did. X-Pac wins with a guitar to the head. The Outlaws chase off Southern Justice and the Headbangers. Draws, Sergeant Slaughter, they all come in to make sure that Jarrett is going to get his hair cut. So Slaughter's actually helping DX at this stage. <laughs> UH Outlaws defeat Mankind in a two-on-one handicap match. No holds barred. How many unprotected headshots were there? Quite a few. Brilliant. It ends with a spike power driver. Kane was supposed to be in the match to defend the belts, but Kane didn't turn up. Oh. He just left Mankind until after the match... And he attacked Mankind. Oh, so he turned on him. Breaking up the team. 
So after it was announced that Kane and the Undertaker had united and Kane wasn't going to show up, Vince made it a no-holds-bad match to make it fairer on Mankind. Yeah, it seems legit. No, no. Just punishing Mankind, who still was sort of loyal to Vince at this stage and he was hoping to become the corporate champion. Triple H defeats The Rock in one of the best ladder matches ever to win the Intercontinental Belt. It's definitely an underrated one. I'd say underrated. I know other people might rate it and think I'm talking ridiculous, but <laughs> it's a very good ladder match anyway. Oh, well, there you go. Hunter has become the Intercontinental Champion. The 5th of September, Raw. The Outlaws boot out Michael Cole from an interview where Road Dog says the best offence is a damn good defence. They defend the belts against The Rock and Mark Henry, where they lose by DQ when China interferes, attacking Mark Henry. <laughs> X-Pac faces Dealer Brown for the European belt, but Jeff Jarrett interferes to cause a DQ, the newly shaven head of Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. The Brothers of Destruction then enter to destroy D'Lo Brown. The Rock comes out to defend D'Lo, who then bails. They've been doing this all night, like Undertaker and Kane been attacking yeah. people. And it's uh, strange as well that The Rock's come to help D'Lo Brown against Undertaker and Kane, and then D'Lo Brown runs away, leaves The Rock. Leaves him to it. Yeah. Nice healy thing to do. Exactly. X-Pac interferes in Jarrett's match against Scorpio, causing a DQ. Just a bit of tit for tat there. Yeah. 12th of September Raw. China interrupts a match between D-Lo and Mark Henry against the Headbangers to attack Mark Henry until DX drag her off. Okay. DX then take on Kai and Tai in an eight-man tag match. There's a, a faction we haven't really talked about. What, Kai and Tai? Kai and Tai, Taka, uh, Funaki, Men's Teo, Dick Togo, and all them lot. Because, let's be honest, who do you remember other than Taka Mishinoku and Funaki? Uh, Funaki? Very good point, yeah. The the other, the original Kai and Tai members, and, they and the, disappeared. And the, other, and the only reason you remember them is because Funaki is one of the commentators now. Yeah. And the Mishinoku driver. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's you know, it's... Written into well, he was the focus of the group, wasn't he? Yeah. He was he, well, he rivaled Kainsai to start with, but then he joined them because you know he's Japanese. Let's put them all together. X Pac got the fall on Tacker in that match with an X Factor after the Outlaws hit a double gorilla press. China nails Funaki and Yamaguchi san. Triple H then gets a girl in the crowd to flash her ass. Hey, 14th of the ninth, Road Dog with Billy Gunn. Road Dog with Billy Gunn and X Pac face Jeff Jarrett with Southern Justice. It's a throwback, throwback to the roadie lip syncing angle. Obviously, Road Dog mm-hmm. versus Jeff Jarrett. They're finally uh, reigniting that feud after <laughs> how many years now? Oh, three years yeah, by this yeah. point. This should have been a blow off for that feud. It should have been, shouldn't it? Uh, Jarrett wins with a guitar shot, although Southern Justice blatantly attack Road Dog in front of the ref, who doesn't disqualify them. Bad referee. Road Dog goes in an ambulance with Billy Gunn threatening slaughter for like not caring. You know, this DX and they're complaining about nobody cares about us. Triple H defeats Owen Hart to successfully defend his IC belt with a lot of interference. Henry then challenges X Pac to a match and also challenges what he calls his girlfriend China. <laughs> And despite China getting the better, Henry power slams her off the middle rope to win the match. The 21st of the ninth Raw, due to a throat injury the previous week, Billy Gunn had to do the whole outlaw intro by himself. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call, son! 
Billy Gunn's not got as good of a singing voice as the Road Dog. Before he has a match with Jeff Jarrett, who's with Southern Justice. Road Dog and X-Pac being ejected from ringside. But Billy Gunn wins the match with a neckbreaker after Tim White took the guitar off of Jeff Jarrett. With a neckbreaker? Yes. Not even with a famouser? No. Neckbreaker. Billy Gunn then takes the fall as he volunteers to be Stone Cold's partner later that night against the Brothers of Destruction. What the hell is Billy Gunn doing teaming up with Stone Cold to take on Kane and The Undertaker? I don't know. <laughs> X-Pac defeats D'Lo Brown to win the European belt with an X-Factor from a lowdown. So D'Lo's going for the lowdown off the top row. Yeah. Um... X-Pac catches his head and throws it against the mat for a, for a victory. Yeah, okay. At Breakdown on the 27th of September... X-Pac and the New Age Outlaws defeat Jeff Jarrett and Southern Justice when Gunn hit the Famouser on Dennis Knight. But X-Pac was levelled with a guitar by Jeff Jarrett and he's selling his eye. He's uh, got an eye injury. Oh. Not the fact that he's been knocked out of a guitar. No. He says, oh, i got a bit of guitar in my eye. I'm like, well, you've also been knocked unconscious with a guitar. <laughs> you know, sell that, but he does not. And that's all that happens at Breakdown because Triple H is injured. Oh, the main guy. The main guy. So this is all of DX in one match, six-man tag. As a slight skew off, but still staying on topic of DX. Okay. Would you like to rate all of DX's finishers from worst to best? Yeah. Definitely. But I mean, we could do it right now. It, it would literally take a couple of minutes, wouldn't it? Okay, then. This is it. Let's, all right, let's do so, this. So, first off, we'll, we'll get the members. So you got... Sean, Triple H, I suppose Rick Rude. Yep. Um, although, did he actually wrestle no. matches? Not for DX, no. So, should we... He'd retire. Men- mentioned, but we're not going to include him in this list because it yep. doesn't count. Um, China? Yep. She actually have a thing. Is it DDT? DDT, or she did a pedigree for a bit as well. Oh, she did, yeah, a bit later on. Mm. Uh, Road Dog, Billy Gunn, and Xbox. Okay. So, you got seven. So, your worst. We'll go from worst to best. I would have... Oh, six, because, like I say, we're not including... Ravishing uh, Rick. Yeah. Um, I would have to say the worst, just from an execution point of view, has got to be China's DDT or Pedigree, either one. Okay. I think it's fair to say she was the worst... Um, member in terms of actual wrestling ability. ability yeah which is not okay. a negative thing she wasn't a wrestler to start with she trained she got no. better but yeah she hers was the worst in my opinion so that's my number six I'm inclined to agree with you but only just because um, she didn't really do much in the way of matches so okay it's hard to really place her any higher so what's what's close for you what's your number five that just beats China um X Factor Really? It seems a bit... Meh. It's a face slam. To the mat? Well, yeah, but it's still... I mean, from the sounds of it, catching off the top rope and doing it, that that does sound pretty cool. Yeah. But I think in normal circumstances, it just... It lacks a bit of impact. Okay. Not like a curb stomp where, you know... You're forcing the head down. It's just sitting down with the face between your legs. I think you really you are grabbing the head and you're slamming it between the legs. And then you've also got to consider his signature move of the Bronco Buster, which I was never a massive fan of. No, that was just a bit of a 
a joke, really, yeah. wasn't it? It was, yeah. But that's still considered his signature move. True. My number five is not the X Factor. My number five is the pump handle slam from the Road Dog. I just, it's such a, a ass about face way of. It's, it's a front face slam. Exactly. Well, um, so he bends them over. He puts their arm in between their own legs and grabs it. He hooks their other arm with his arm. Yeah. And then and he then lifts, lifts them, them up. Straight and drops them forward. Drops them on the back. What's that about? Well, he doesn't drop them on the back. He does. No, he drops them on the face. No, he doesn't. I'm sure he does. No, he doesn't. Oh, right. Pump okay. handle slam. He say arm between the legs, hooks the other one, lifts them up and just drops them on the back. A little interlude here while <laughs> I'm, I'm proven correct. Yeah, you probably will be. <laughs> Yeah, 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 he does. Okay. Don't get me wrong, there is versions where, like Test used to do it, where he would then lift him into a power slam and do it, but as, I guess it's called a pump handle drop. I think technically on as, Smackdown games it was as a that. As a move that's executed, I don't mind it so much as the X Factor, because there's a certain amount to it. Yeah. And I do like the fact that he lifts him up and then drops straight forward, so you've got like a... A maximum swing downwards. Yeah. I don't like the whole humping thing beforehand. <laughs> Again, Doing it doggy style. But you got to think what his signature move is. Compared. Shake, rattle and roll. A couple of punches and then a knee drop. Yeah, but he made it look cool. He did, yeah. But I, nah, for me, he's my number four. No, 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 that's fair. That's fair. Number four? Uh, your turn to go first, I think. So my number four will be the X Factor. Uh, for most of the points that you did say, it's not great. I never minded it because I think in the day it's face to the mat. Yeah. Um, the, you know what, what impacts there? Maybe not as much as other moves, but yeah, it's my number four anyway. For fair enough, your reasons. And I think we're going to be fairly similar because my number four is going to be pump handle slam. Um, it doesn't as a move. I, I've seen other people critique it, but I, as an actual move. In execution, I think it looks fairly clean. Yeah. I don't like the humping bit. <laughs> For me, it's just, that's a bit silly. But in actual execution, I think it looks quite nice. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, should we just move on to number three then? Yeah. Let's mix it up again. Your number three. I've got a funny feeling me and you are going to have the same one here. Famous, sir. My number three is also the famous, sir. <laughs> it's, it's good. No, I like it. It's... It has impact. Yeah. It's more than just a leg drop. Exactly. You know, it's... It's forcing the face to the mat. Yeah. You know, you've got that that gap from mat to wherever the person's bent over. Yeah. And you're forcing it into the ground. It's, yeah, it's, it's a good impact move. Yeah. It's like a softer curb stomp, actually, isn't it? From it place. is, it's yeah. Just, instead, of, instead of forcing the head down with the... Extension of your leg. From yeah. a short distance, you've got a slightly longer drop, but you've bringing them down with the whole of your body. Exactly. Your whole body weight is, is coming down on top of their yeah, head. Yeah, forcing them down to the mat. I completely agree. I, I, just, I think it always looked nice. Mm. It did. Number two. 
My number two. I know what you're going to say here. And, okay, let me, let me put it this way. Um, myself, as a kid, would have had his hats broken to say Shawn Michaels is number two in any list, but the Sweet Shit Music is my number two. Really? Yes. Wow. Same for me. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's always a good move. It's oh, it's always, great. It's always cool to watch. Mm. The original pedigree, though. The original pedigree. Not the one where he lets go of the arms, but the the full-blown pedigree that he used to do was just something to behold. That number ended one. a match. Number one. It always... It, the, yeah. That was it. it. If someone got hit by that, you could be laying on the mat for damn near a minute like Booker T and you still get pinned. <laughs> The thing is, <laughs> it looks great. Yeah. Um, it looks absolutely devastating. And it was booked that way as well, apart from mm. with the Ultimate Warrior, of course, who no-sold it. But... Well, that's the Ultimate Warrior. You, you're hooking the arms so they can't protect themselves, so you're yeah. taking that element out of it. And you're dropping to your knees, which, of course, it's, it's safely done. Unless, of course, but, the other person almost goes into a spike pile driver position. Yeah, yeah. And, think, uh, thinking of taking, like, a double underhook suplex and... It was that. It was some jobber. I can't remember his name. Um, but no, it always looked devastating, and I can't deny it looks more devastating than switching music. Plus, are you slightly um, coloured by the fact that we just see super kicks everywhere all nowadays. the time? Yeah, everyone does from the young bucks to the Usos yeah. to multiple times uh, in the match. Rusev does his own version of yeah. the super kick, doesn't he? And Dog Ziggler, Ziggler, yeah. There's Kevin Owens, yeah. Know, Although I must admit, I quite like Kevin Owens Super Kick. Yeah, it's good to see a guy of his physique um, be able to get his yeah. leg up that high. It, it, <laughs> it's, it's, I, I just find that in its own yeah. right impressive. It's just been watered down to such an yeah. extent that it's had. To, where's the pedigree? Seth Rollins did it for a little while in yeah. tribute to the man that was mentoring him. Triple H, but other than that, and China, of course, did it for a bit. Yeah, no one's ever sort of taken that move as their own. No, no. it'll always be Whereas Triple H's. The super kick's just been bastardized. Yeah, it has. Although you've just on a on a real real side note now, you just reminded me of how good a move set Kevin Owens has got because <laughs> he has he had the super kick, he had pop up power bomb, he did a pile driver for a bit, sit out pile driver, sharpshooter. He had he had quite a good repertoire of yeah yeah ha, you know but how many match ending matches how many well there should have been all of them could have been match ending moves couldn't yeah, they yeah and it, well I think the pop up power one was his finish it was while, yeah wasn't it, so. yeah well, yeah. well there's there our there's our list our uh, six six to six to one it was fairly similar to be fair I think the only discrepancy was. Road Dog X-Pock in China. And, oh, sorry, X-Pock yeah. and Road Dog. We got them the other way round, but yeah. That was our six Hall of Fame bound Degeneration X members finishes rated. Six to one. Oh no, because Rick Rude's not going in though. We didn't, didn't do Rick Rude. Oh no, we didn't. Oh, that's a good point. So yeah, those six, yeah. Oh yeah. Hall of Fame worthy. <laughs> oh, poor Rick Rude. He was a founding member. And he's I know. Not even I, disgraceful. Also, I don't know how many people realise that Shawn Michaels and the New Age Outlaws were never in DX together. Exactly. It's kind of been, as WWE so, rewrites its history, they've yeah. morphed it into one faction, but it's not. It's two different incarnations. Yeah, two, different, two totally different mm. 
incarnations of them. There you go. My mind has been blown today. Yes. Well, the the realization that Shawn Michaels and the New Age Outlaws never actually were part of the same group at the same time. Nope. But yet they're all going to the Hall of Fame as one big group. We've had our say on that. Yeah. <laughs> we will again in this series, I'm sure. Check us out next episode. Yeah.